Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for choosing Portland Center for Spiritual Living as your source of spiritual nourishment on this Sunday morning. And a special shout out to our vast community of podcast listeners located in more than 120 countries throughout the world. We welcome you. We also want to do a special shout out to our YouTube subscribers as we now have YouTube videos available of our podcast of our Sunday messages. And I want to say thank you to Jim Bowie, our audio tech, who ensures <laughs> who ensures we have high quality recordings so that we can make podcasts available. I also want to acknowledge Mark Pettijohn, who has advanced the whole YouTube subscription. He's sharing his videography skills with us. So Portland Center for Spiritual Living has this opportunity to expand its circle of love, healing, and empowerment throughout the world. So thank you for being here. And I'm kind of like feeling like when we do the praise and raise prayer at the end, we say, I praise everyone everywhere. It's kind of like, welcome everyone everywhere. (laughs) We're glad you're here. Today is a special day because we're starting a new book. We finished Mark Allen's book, The Greatest Secret, last Sunday. This week, we start Brene Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness, The Quest for True Belonging and the Courage to Stand Alone. And it's a powerful book. I highly recommend it. And we have it available in the Open Mind Bookstore. And what she shares is that when it comes to belonging, What we want is to be a part of something. We want to experience real connection with others, but we do not want it to be at the cost of our authenticity, our freedom, or our authentic power. And so to understand true belonging, we'll explore three specific things. Knowing what true belonging isn't, as well as defining what it is. We'll then also look at understanding the spiritual underpinnings of true belonging. And then we'll look at accepting self is accepting our creative genius. You know, Brene Brown says that we're in kind of a spiritual crisis, that we have this desire for true belonging. We want to connect with individuals. And yet there's fear because there's so much contrariness in the world. We're divided and pitted in our opinions and our beliefs. And so the important thing is that she shares a different perspective. So let's take a look first at knowing what it isn't and then defining what it is. I don't know about anyone else, but I know that in understanding spiritual truth, oftentimes I learn what it really is from going through the experience of what it isn't. So say, for example, that you're in a relationship. It could be that you learn what a loving relationship is because the relationship wasn't loving. Or it could be that you understand what abundance is because you've experienced some lack. It could be that you understand what creative genius is because maybe you fell on your feet and it didn't work out so well. Do you see what I'm saying? is that sometimes we know what it 
isn't first. Kind of like the gold miners, they would pan and all the silt that went through, the only thing that was left was the nugget of gold. Well, what they first had was all that was not the authentic gold. So it's true as we learn spiritual principles as well. And I'm confident that all of us have an experience of somewhere in our life where we felt that we didn't fit in. Brene Brown starts her book with a whole series of kind of like how her life evolved and the many times that she didn't fit in, that she felt like she didn't belong, including the Roman Catholic Nicene Creed. When I read that, I started laughing because I was like, well, Brene, you and I have something in common. The Nicene Creed was the one that I first experienced not fitting in. And here's, here's what happened. I was six years old. I was in first grade. I was enrolled in a Catholic grade school. And in first grade, as a Catholic, you are preparing for Holy Communion. Everything was going well. We were learning original sin and venial sin and hell and heaven and... <laughs> yeah. And the Apostles' Creed. And then we got to the Nicene Creed. And we were expected to learn to uh, recite it by memory. Well, it got to that one line of one true Catholic apostolic church. And I just was having problems with that. <laughs> I lived in a neighborhood that our family was the only Catholic family. And so I was interpreting this one true Catholic apostolic church to mean that anyone that wasn't a Catholic was a sinner and going to hell. And that meant that all my friends, I mean, I'm high on connection, all my friends would be going to hell. So I had no solace in knowing I'm a Catholic and I'm going to heaven. I was petrified. So here I am, a little six-year-old in my navy blue um, my navy blue uniform with the little white blouse, and I stood up, and I put my hands on my hips, and I said, well, I'd rather go to hell and be with my friends. <laughs> silence. <laughs> Class of 30-something, Silence. And that was my first conscious memory of not fitting in. I challenged the Roman Catholic Nicene Creed. Then I had an understanding of some pretty dire consequences that if I did not memorize that and repeat it, I would not, would not pass Holy Communion class. And then I would face some pretty dire uh, consequences at home. My father did not brook any foolishness and you did not challenge the nuns or the priests. So I buckled and I did learn the Roman Catholic Nicene Creed and I did stand with my class and repeat it, but I knew it wasn't my truth. And so here is what Brene is offering, something totally different that we do not, at the sake of our own authenticity, our freedom, and our power, have to experience true belonging in that way. True belonging is when we can be our authentic self and we can experience our freedom and our power in an authentic way. And the way she describes and defines true belonging, and I 
Love Brene Brown for this. She says, quote, true belonging is the spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self with the world and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone in the wilderness. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. So it doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. And in order to fully understand that statement, I'd like to move to our, our second topic, which is understanding the spiritual underpinnings of true belonging. Here in Science of Mind, the number one principle, our foundational principle is the principle of oneness. Ernest Holmes, the founder of religious science, put it very succinctly. There is one life. That life is God's life. That life is perfect. That life is my life now. Now, our statement of belief is much longer. And it says we believe in God, the living spirit almighty, one indestructible, absolute self-existent cause. And it goes on about how it manifests itself and that all of manifestation is the body of God and it is the logical and necessary outcome of the infinite self-knowingness of God. So if you think of it, one indestructible, absolute, self-existent cause that my life, that your life is God's life and God's life is each of our life. There is no separation and so in order for us to be more of who we are, we must truly accept who we are. We are of spirit. My physical body, your physical body is the substance of spirit. And so there is no separation. And so always at the very core of our being is that essence, which is also our creative power. Oh, I get so excited about this, I forget where I am. <laughs> I know where I am. It's a, it's, uh, a little bit early in, in our message, but I'm going to introduce our at-home activity. When I went through practitioner training, I knew I needed a mentor, and Reverend Lynn Johnson was my mentor. Well, I'm now a senior, as Nancy said, June is getting real close, and I knew I needed a mentor to finish up ministerial school because in senior seminar, they say, get a mentor. So I have a mentor, Reverend Julie Schmidt. She lives in the um, Sonoma Valley area. And I had my second meeting with her this week and she said, Marilyn, she said, this month, what I want you to do is go on a look-see. And I went, oh, we're back to first grade. Look, Jane, see, spot, jump. And she said, what I really want you to do is look at, first of all, your feelings and emotions, look at them and see them passing through, honor them. You don't have to resist them. You don't have to do anything. Just allow them. But she said, more importantly, look and see the presence. Look and see the presence within yourself. Look and see the presence in others. Look and see the presence in life. Look and see the presence in nature, wherever you are. 
make a conscious intention to look and see the presence. Well, Brene had a little bit of a different kind of activity that helps right along that line. She said that when she was getting ready to go on an on Oprah's show, she was feeling really, really nervous and kind of like, oh, would she be good enough? And how could she possibly be on Oprah's show? And her daughter texted her and said, Mom, did you sign my permission form for school? And she got the idea. She said, I'm going to write myself a permission form. And so what she did is she went and she got her post-it notes and she put permission granted to have fun and enjoy the experience. And she said, I began on that day to every single day write permission granted slips to myself as a way of beginning to embrace my authentic self. So here's the at home, at home activity that I'm calling a look-see adventure. Every day I'm encouraging you to write yourself a permission note to say permission granted to, and it can be whatever you would like it to be. I, I tend to be sort of serious and everything is work. And so permission granted to go on a play, play day where we're playing games, permission granted to have fun, permission granted to not do homework or work or anything, permission granted to just be whatever it could be. It could be permission granted to use my gifts and talents. Maybe you're wanting to explore a new way of using your gifts and talents. Just write permission granted to date it, and then she says, this, there's a part two to this intention because you know how much I love intentions. That really is a form of intention setting. She said, you have to follow through. So you need to take action. So it's one thing to write permission granted to, then follow up with a form of action. And she said, you will find that over time you see the presence in your life and you see your authentic self you become more of your authentic self and you're okay being your authentic self because you're not trying to fit in. You're not scanning the environment. What does it require to fit in, to belong? You're simply standing as your authentic self, being, not doing, being. So that's the at-home activity for, for this week, and I encourage you to do it. Uh, last Friday, I had my prayer partner session with Kathy Batten, and we've been prayer partners for seven years, and over time, our journaling activity has gotten more extensive. Well, on Friday, I, said, I told her about Brene's permission granted, and she was so sweet. She said, I'm seeing an addition to our journaling activity. <laughs> and I said, it's already in my journal for today. So anyway, I encourage you to incorporate it anyway. It could be a post-it note. It could be in your journal. It could be just a simple slip, slip of paper. Somehow, some way, give yourself permission to be you. And why is it important? It leads us to our third point, and that is accepting self is accepting our creative genius. Accepting self is accepting our creative genius. So Brene tells us that our, our level of true belonging can never be any greater than our self-acceptance. 
And so self-acceptance is critical. We must accept, first of all, that yes, we are individualized expressions of the one. We must accept that and then understand that as a result of that, we too have the creative genius to create that which we desire. We have that power to create a world that works for everyone, not just for ourselves, but a world that works for everyone through the way we think and through the way we act. We have that power. And I'll give you an example. A month ago, I was at a all-campus retreat for ministerial school, and I had the opportunity to spend time with a, a colleague, Zena Kasha. She lives in San Diego. We, she, we were uh, part of a power of eight group, and so we were following up and spent a lot of time during our downtime together. And at one point, she was sharing with me that there was a really, really critical time in her business where she was really, really challenged, and she wasn't sure that the business that she and her wife had would survive. And she stood up as she was explaining this, and she said, here's what I did. She said, Marilyn, I just stood up and I went, Zena, think. <laughs> and for, for those of you that are listening to it, my, my hand is in direct alignment with my upper head here. And she said, what that did for me is it gave me a physical sensation to look up beyond whatever I was experiencing here and to think a higher order thought. And she said, every time I went, Zena, think, she said a new idea would come. And she did hang on to her business. She and her partner have a thriving, highly successful business in San Diego. And throughout the rest of the weekend, we would see each other on campus and we'd go, think. <laughs> so we have that power too. When we accept who we truly are, that high level of self-acceptance, we are accepting our creative genius because we have the power to think. And when we accept that that is our true power, we can then choose higher order thoughts. And of course, we'll get a different outcome. That's when we move to getting a different outcome. So I'm encouraging you to, as you're moving through your day, if there's any challenge, accept yourself, know that you have the power, and ask yourself to think, and then move forward. So let's take a, a brief review. First of all, first we understand truth sometimes by not having it. It's, it's what we don't have, but then we learn what it truly is. And in this sense, true belonging is accepting that authentic self. Then we move to the spiritual underpinnings, and that is what science of mind teaches. It is our foundational principle, and that is the principle of oneness. There is no separation. We are individualized expressions of the one. And then self-acceptance of that truth, self-acceptance of that truth is accepting our creative genius, that we have the power to think a higher order thought and create a different outcome. So remember, give yourself permission, permission granted on this day dated to be your authentic self. So let us pray. Let's just breathe in the abundance and the lavishness of spirit.
recognizing that one mind, the creative medium of infinite potentiality, infinite intelligence, the limitlessness, the vastness that gives freely of itself to itself in the form of its creation, its beloved creation. I choose to call this God, and it goes by many names, but it is the creator and sustainer of all life. And I know that to be the truth of my life, that I am of the living spirit, the one indestructible, absolute self-existent cause. I am of it. And as this is true for me, I know it to be the absolute truth of each of its beloved here today. Each individual, that cause, that creation, that outcome, moving through this physical plane, experiencing, giving, sharing the gift of self. And so I claim and affirm and I speak my word for and about each individual that in this now moment, there is a willingness to accept the absolute truth of self, the true belonging, the belonging to the one, that each individual accepts this truth of their being. There is a willingness to go forth in this world and to be more of that self. No requirement to change, simply be more of that authentic self. There is an open embrace of granting permission to be more of that self. And there is a willingness in tough times to turn from the face of appearance and to hold steadfast to the truth through the power of thinking. Each person dares to think a higher order thought and in so doing experiences a whole new experience, one of true belonging, one of true self-acceptance, one of creative genius. And I am so grateful for this truth that God is all there is. God is expressing in, through, and as each person. And it is good. It is very good. And I release my word into the activity and action of the law, the law that is the eternal servant of spirit. It always says yes. And so with absolute conviction, firmament of mind, together we say, and so it is. Thank you for being here. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. 
We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.